Hi, this is Your Health Quickly, a Scientific American podcast series. We bring you the latest vital health news, discoveries that affect your body and your mind. And we break down the medical research to help you stay healthy. I'm Tanya Lewis. I'm Josh Fishman. We are Scientific American Senior Health Editors. On today's show, we're going to talk about the alarming decline in vaccination rates for childhood illnesses like measles and polio, and what we should do about it before there's an outbreak. COVID gave a huge boost to the anti-vax movement. But vaccination rates for many childhood diseases were starting to erode long before that. That's right. It started with people like Jenny McCarthy and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who were spreading false information about the effects of vaccines and autism. And it got amplified from there. It's really become an organized movement now. Absolutely. So it may not surprise you that during the pandemic, the number of kids getting routine vaccinations fell even more, leaving them more vulnerable to these diseases. That's not good. The last thing we need is another measles or whooping cough outbreak. Exactly. And some of these diseases can cause serious disability or even death. Remember polio? My parents remember it vividly. Kids on crutches, horror stories of iron lungs, people fearing summer because that's when cases peaked. And Jonas Salk became a huge hero because of his polio vaccine in the 1950s. Right. It was a scary time. Thanks to vaccines, polio was nearly eradicated worldwide, except for Afghanistan and Pakistan. In August of 2022, there was a case of polio in Rockland County, New York, the first U.S. polio case since 2013. The virus was also found circulating in wastewater. In fact, vaccination rates for polio in the Americas have dropped to about 80 percent much lower than the 95% threshold that public health authorities say is needed. And Tanya, it's not just polio, right? Right. It's also diseases like measles, mumps, and rubella, or tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention just came out with a report saying that between 2019 and 2022, vaccination rates for many childhood diseases dropped from 95% to around 93% nationwide. And Idaho had the lowest vaccination rate at just over 81%. You know, to me, a change from 95 to 93% doesn't sound like a huge drop. But for diseases like measles, which are extremely contagious, it's a big deal. Infectious disease specialists say that anything less than 95% vaccination coverage could lead to an outbreak. Exactly. And we saw such outbreaks even before the pandemic. In 2019, there were more than 1,200 cases of measles across 31 states, the highest number since 1992. And most of the cases were in unvaccinated kids. These trends only got worse during the pandemic. Measles cases increased by an estimated 18% worldwide, and deaths increased by 43% in 2022 compared with 2021, according to a recent report. So to find out why childhood vaccinations have declined, I talked to Jennifer Nuzzo. I'm Jennifer Nuzzo. I'm the director of the Pandemic Center and professor of epidemiology at the Brown University School of Public Health. I asked her about the nationwide drop in childhood vaccination rates. Seeing it slip below 95 is deeply troubling, but the problem is actually probably greater than even that 93% statistic would suggest because that's sort of a nationwide average. You can still have pockets of the population where the coverage is actually quite low. 
And we have seen in the past, you know, where a state maybe has generally good vaccination coverage, but within a county, for instance, the coverage may be quite low. And we've seen outbreaks occur in those circumstances. So what is driving this drop in the vaccination rates? Is it the anti-vaxxers or is there something more complex going on that I'm not quite getting? So I think we probably have a few things going on. And I think more work is definitely needed to figure out, you know, which of the, among these things is driving this decline in coverage the most. But first of all, there were gaps in sort of preventative care that occurred during the pandemic. And the coverage declines for MMR, we don't see across all age groups. And it suggests that perhaps some kids are still getting caught up. Basically, kids got behind on their shots because they weren't going to the doctor as much during the pandemic, or they didn't have access to medical care. Right. That's definitely part of it. I'm also mindful of the fact that we do see a difference in coverage according to insurance status and according to different patient demographics, which may suggest that there are just gaps in provider coverage or not sufficient abilities to access vaccines in certain places. Nuzno pointed out that it's still a challenge for parents to get their kids vaccinated in general. It just still feels too hard. I mean, it seems unacceptable for me that parents have to take off of work in order to uh, make sure they can get to an appointment that's frustratingly scheduled in the middle of the day, etc. That's just not necessarily things that all parents can just easily do. So we need to make it easier for parents to get their kids vaccinated. But vaccine hesitancy and misinformation have clearly also played a role. I do think that there has been an unfortunate attack on vaccines and perhaps a growing share of the American public questioning the value and safety of vaccines now as a result of the pandemic and a lot of the mis and disinformation that circulated around Every U.S. state has a mandate requiring kids to be vaccinated in order to attend school. There are exceptions, though, sometimes for medical reasons. But in recent years, more parents have gotten vaccine exemptions for their kids on religious or philosophical grounds. Right. The exemption rate increased to 3% nationwide in 2022, and in 10 states, it was over 5%. And just to be clear, I mean, the Surveys show that still the vast majority of Americans support school-based vaccine mandates. So there still is broad public support for vaccine mandates. That said, we are seeing a rise in exemptions, and we need to understand why that is. Surveys suggest that Americans' trust in science has declined during the pandemic. The news isn't all bad, though. A recent Pew study found that most Americans still have positive views of childhood vaccines in general. But about half of parents of children four and younger say they worry that not all childhood vaccines are necessary. I've heard parents talk about this. In some ways, vaccines are a victim of their own success. We don't see a lot of childhood diseases that vaccines prevent, so people have stopped worrying about getting them. Right. Plus, during the pandemic, COVID vaccines became politicized, and that spilled over to other vaccines as well. But Nuzzo, a parent herself, points out that healthcare providers haven't done a great job addressing parents' genuine concerns. I think that there have been a lot of questions that we've not appropriately or sufficiently answered that have left lingering doubts in parents' minds or have contributed to growing doubts in parents' minds. And this is really something that I think we have to get ahead of because it's just left to its own continue to grow and grow. Basically, Nuzzo says this is a wake-up call that we should be paying attention to parents' concerns about vaccines and addressing them before an outbreak happens. We need to, to take this as an important signal and start building the infrastructure and the trust that is necessary to 
bring people back to the side where they're incredibly grateful for the advantages that vaccines offer. Your Health Quickly is produced by Talika Bose, Jeff Del Vicio, Kelso Harper, Corinne Leong, and by us. It's edited by Ella Fetter and Alexa Lim. Our music is composed by Dominic Smith. Our show is part of Scientific American's podcast, Science Quickly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, give us a rating or a review. And if you have a topic you want us to cover, you can email us at yourhealthquickly at siam.com. That's yourhealthquickly at SCIAM.com. For Your Health Quickly, I'm Tanya Lewis. And I'm Josh Fishman. See you next time. 